you can't get like, you know, 40 artists or whatever working on something and have it be the same, the same when it comes out the other end. If that Let alone sense. 80 artists. Oh, 80 artists. Holy. Is that how many there are? Um, that's, that's the last number that Matt said. Gee, I, it might shit. be 60, but I think like with the developers, with like operations, all of those wow. people. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, we'll see. Shrug. Welcome to Chaos Radio. This is the story of 80 artists from around the world experimenting in collective creation. Over the next eight weeks, we'll be pushing the limits of music, Web3, by creating 21,000 unique art pieces under the shared artist name, Chaos. Join us as we witness this artist grow, fall, rise, and we hope, ultimately, thrive. We're calling our community of makers Camp Chaos. And here at Camp, we believe the most exciting part of this project is the making of it. So come join us backstage with Song Camp, a little family of music and love in Web 3. Climb down into the pit orchestra while we rehearse for our final performance, making art as chaos. Will we be able to let go of our egos enough to truly own this work collectively? Can we survive off the promise of a future NFT drop? Will we harness the power of chaos? Or be consumed by chaos? I'm Yada. And I'm Losa. Let's, Let's find, find out, out together. together. How, how is Song Camp right now just like exceeding your expectations when you originally began it? I mean, at least from the exact pinpointed moment of starting it, like in every single possible way. (laughs) Matthew Chaim is a singer, songwriter, and musician in the music and Web3 space. If you don't know of Matt yet, you probably will soon. This is Yada talking with Matt while walking his dog in Montreal. And these other guys are freaking All right. Bye, dog park. Come, Lucy. It started literally on a night where I was just, you know, doing that thing of being like so magnetically inspired and interested and curious about this whole new world. And I just like off that energy and also off a little bit of weed, set up this discord and just called it song camp because I'd always had this name song camp ringing in my head. And this was almost exactly a year ago. But anyways, yeah, there were no plans. There were zero plans. And the next day in my sobriety, I felt like such an idiot because I sent it to like 10 or 12 people through DMs and like whatever. I was like, you should come to this Discord. And they're like, what is it? And I'm like, I don't know, just like a place for musicians to come and like try things and do things. And we're going to be not attached to any project, but just do stuff. And I was like, but inside, then I reread my comments the next day. I'm like, I'm such a loser. What am I doing? Like people are going to come in here and they're going to be like, expecting something and there's nothing here for them (laughs) and but it was just something pulled me to do it uh, i guess two camps later and two successful fundraisers later song camp is a pillar in the music and web3 space curating both songwriting camps mixed with web3 hackathons 
These experiments are organized into camps. The first camp was Camp Genesis, which raised about $34,000 from three music NFTs. The second camp, Camp Electra, raised about $100,000 from a collection of music NFTs and experiences. And now we're entering the third camp, Camp Chaos. And some of the folks involved in the previous camps are coming along for the journey again, including another Canadian, Francis Miller. Hi, I'm Fran, a musician in Toronto, PhD candidate in a music studies program in Toronto, touring musician, uh, I'm also a composer, sometimes for contemporary dance stuff. Fran was part of Camp Electra, Camp 2 of Song Camp, and is back on the ride as a leader at Camp Chaos. So my role in Camp Chaos is I'm a guide, uh, so hopefully helping uh, facilitate a couple of bands, a couple song groups. All right, let's take a pause here. So what is Fran talking about? Can you break it down for me, Yada? So you and I have a film background. It's honestly Mm kind of like we're running a production for a movie. Camp Chaos is broken down into six teams, or like on a movie set, they're called departments. Music, visual, developers, economics, operations, and lore, which is us. Yeah, go team lore. (laughs) There's 12 bands and three alchemist teams all creating the soundscape and music of chaos. They're bringing in that vibes. And then the visual team are making the eye candy. They're the cover art for songs and helping us out here in lore and at Chaos Radio with beautiful images that you're looking at maybe right now and logos. And then the dev, econ, and ops team are essentially like the production coordinators of a film set, making it all happen behind the scenes they're coordinating that money flow communication flow and web3 nft execution flow and just to be clear when i say nft execution flow i'm talking about the twenty-one thousand unique art pieces we're making in camp so how is this camp gonna run camp is separated into four acts the first act is order the second act is disorder third act entropy and fourth act is rebirth okay and this is How long is each uh, act? Each act is two weeks. Gotcha. So in total, it's eight weeks. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so the people who are behind all this are the operations team. Um, They've been kind of working on this whole project since the end of Electra. To be honest, Mm -hmm. for a group called Chaos, uh, it's been pretty organized. Like there's a there there's not been a lot of that fly by the seat of your pants energy. Frank gets it. Essentially, uh, this operations team is making this whole space what it is, and one of the people behind that is Sarmad. Ah, uh, my name is Sarmad, or Sarmad in English, or Gradient, whatever one's easy for people. But uh, yeah, I go by Gray a lot in song camp and camp in general. And I am a singer, music producer, songwriter, and also an operator in Song Camp. Um, so I'll be helping out during Camp Chaos. Sarmad is super organizational, which is so helpful for the Discord of Song Camp and also for just email flow and communication in general during this camp not just focusing on like this music aspect like the music is one of the core pieces but if you think about the project the project actually has three core components Mm. there's the development aspect of it 
there's the visual aspect of it, and then there's the songs. Without any of those three pieces, you don't have a full sort of NFT or or a mm-hmm. final piece that we're trying to deliver. Mm-hmm. And so I think each of those things are equally important. However, we have more like physical or human resources being put towards the music. And so that's where for a lot of us in camp, um, at least the operators, like, you know, um, our, our curators, our, our, you know, our core team at SongCamp, we were thinking a lot more about the music. It's not just music though. Like there's so much visual. There's a whole team on that too, working on creating art for all of these 21,000 21,000 pieces of artwork. Like the only way they can put that stuff out there is with the dev team. And they, uh, whatever they do is really cool. I don't even know. How do you explain a liquid splits dev? We are going to find out. Mm-hmm. Here, you heard it here first, folks. Liquid splits. Liquid you might have not heard split. it here first, folks. But you know, I sure did. <laughs> But, you know, for for me, as sort of an operations person, I should have been thinking about all those things equally, and I kind of wasn't. So, yeah, I need to give equal attention to all other areas, not just the songs, because I'm closer to that world by being a musician. We have a lot of design power, so I'm trying to, like, just keep things as spread as possible. That's visual team steward Peacenode talking with his design team in a pre-camp meeting. As far as, like, basic traits that we're going to be doing... There's three acts and 12 scenes per act because 12 groups will be producing one song every two weeks and then rotating. And we started turning the dial up on like these conversations this week. I think Peace was just kind of like at one point being like, oh, we should have started having these conversations early. And I was like, yeah, I think like, <laughs> I think, I think the pre-camp should have been like two, three weeks ago. There is this one trait that we have that we've just been calling noise and maybe it could be like treating images with like different levels of reticulation, but it'll be good to know what the devs are going to do and what they need from us. However, if you, if you think about it in, in perspective to let's say uh, Genesis or maybe even Electra, like we're still ahead of the curve. Like we're still doing a good job of, of managing thing, these things and thinking about them before they start. So I think we'll be okay. I'm, I'm not too worried. But in a way, I was kind of like, yeah, maybe two weeks ago, what we're talking about this week should have been discussed because then would have given us like a week breathing room. And I think that's just like insight for everyone else to be like, yeah, build in buffers for shit, guys. Like, I guess it is tough though. Like, how do you collaborate with so many people to like keep a digital group together like that? Yeah. I mean, it's all an experiment, which is great. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's each with every creative project, the only way to learn and grow is to do it. I mean, yeah, also, Rome wasn't built in a day, right? It takes time. Talking about builders, <laughs> one of the great builders of this camp has been our resident gardener, Mark Redito. Hi, I'm Mark Redito. I live in Los Angeles. I am an ecosystem gardener over at Song Camp, and I am the Chaos Music Steward in Camp Chaos. Here's Mark talking with the guides team in a pre-camp call. Cool. So let's start with the what. What is Chaos Guides? You know, I think this has been informed by a lot of our learnings from previous Song Camps, right? Like, 
the the core team was was me myself Matthew and Brian running the whole thing and you know it was good for a while but at at some point it it felt like it was limiting and it was also like narrowing um and so you know part of our thinking was like how how about we distribute you know sort of like a little bit of, of the facilitation towards people who have high context who have gone through a song camp cohort and is really trusted members of our community. And so that's how Chaos Guides emerged. So let me just like touch on briefly why, why we're doing this. It's a space. This is a space for us to practice distributed leadership. You know, um, we are all leaders here. Yeah, it's kind of like creating an architecture for you know, working with big groups of people on a project. Kind of like my mind takes me back to the times I was in marching band where you're, you know, you're literally marching to the same beat of like a hundred other high school students with you. (laughs) Yeah. So like, I guess in this whole decentralized Web3 world, like the human needs still matter to make it run in a way that's like, giving to the people involved, but also um, something that the audience would want to consume. How does that happen? How does that happen? Mark went into this in that same meeting with the guides. Number one is the UBI, which is like a base, you know. Second would be exposure to chaos value flow. That means the back end of things, the money that we get from NFT sales, will be distributed. So within the exposure of like NFTs, uh, one is coordinate. And then the second one is a self-select sort of lightweight UBI or stipend. All right. So what is he talking about? What? Okay. Explain to someone who doesn't know what is coordinate, what is an NFT, what is UBI? How does this all relate back to SongCamp? (laughs) Oi, bro. Same. Um, yes. Okay. So what? Okay. So what is an NFT? What are we making? Right. That's the product that we're making. Yes. NFTs? The product that we're making. It okay. is the item that we can mint, and then somebody can get it, <laughs> <laughs> and and then they own it. So essentially, how I understand NFTs is like a vinyl pressing of an album. This is how somebody in Song Camp actually explained it to me when I was first getting into it. Um, and an artist owns the rights to that album, mm-hmm. but then whoever buys and purchases that vinyl, that album, they are the only ones who own that physical copy. Mm. Yeah. So it's like getting a rare Pokemon card Yo. in Hell your Pokemon yeah. card collection. But then there was this other piece about UBI. Right, UBI, universal basic income. It seems like maybe a stipend, but I think we should let Matt explain. This is him explaining the concept to another group of campers. Starting point, base UBI. We thought a lot about this and we said, okay, at first, you know, it was all, we're all exposed to the back end of this project, right? We're all creating this big project. Hopefully it's going to do really great. We're all going to receive value from that. But also people are giving like good quality, you know, valuable time towards this project. And it's risky. We don't know what's going to happen. This might get chaotic to the point where we all crash and burn. Hopefully not. Hopefully we had harmony and it goes amazing. But either way, we thought, okay, what if we actually provided a base UBI? What could that look like? We have designed it such that everyone in this camp will have access to 
receiving 0.3 ETH. To, if you opt into it, this will create a base layer for you of value to be able to like commit more the time you're putting into this project. And it also provides people who I know a bunch of people in here who are new to Ethereum and new to having a wallet, maybe don't even have a wallet set up yet, which we're going to help out on later this week. Um, this will give you some ETH to actually be able to do things in the Ethereum ecosystem, including claim your split at the end of camp, pay the gas transaction to actually claim. So that's one part, the base UBI. Gotcha. So it's like, let's say you got to get somewhere. They're like giving you gas money to get to the location so that you can start your, your Pokemon journey. I see. So, it, well, it's like Professor Oak giving you your first six Pokeballs to like, all right, now go. <laughs> I really love the Pokemon start, references. Start on your journey. <laughs> it's making me think about my childhood. <laughs> yeah, well, we're all, okay. And then, okay, so the last thing that I just, I really need, I want to understand is what is Coordinate? I love Coordinate. It's such an awesome coordination tool. It's a Web3 application that helps a group of collaborators decide on how to pay each other and shower each other in love and appreciation. So with the UBI piece, we are self-selecting what value we should receive ourselves. But with Coordinate, we're deciding how much value to give each other. It's kind of like a gift-giving point system where you can say thank you to the team members who you notice doing a lot of work, essentially extending gratitude for their presence, time, and efforts. And those points can turn into real money. It's a deep dive, and we'll definitely be covering more on a future episode. So that's how value flow is working now when we're talking about a week before camp. But of course, there are a bunch of creative humans working to create this value. And one thing we've been asking folks is what their biggest feeling has been now that camp is about to start. So here's Mark. A little bit of anxiety because of the amount of interactions that I would have with people. Some of these conversations might also lead to an outcome that I don't want, i.e. conflicts. So a gardener has to take care of the weeds so that all of the plants around that area will thrive. Mark is one of those people who, in his gardener position, really takes care and holds campers whenever there is moments of conflict that arise. We can design all we want, but the, the variable there is people. And we, each one of us have universes inside of us, you know? Yeah. And so you can put them on buckets and be like, okay, cool. You guys work together. No, it doesn't operate like that. Dude. You know, like, like there has to be intention on both parties. to so like, okay, well, we're going we're gonna to work together. So with any project involving potential money and real deadlines to hit as a collective, it can kind of add a lot of pressure and tension, right? I feel like money kind of makes everything a little more sensitive, Especially when it's an experiment. We don't really know how the end's going to come out. Yeah, Matt's been thinking about a lot of this as well. Like, just because we're working on things that have, albeit arbitrary, but still like effective deadlines and we want to hit and we want to like do things, you know, the most important thing I think is like the human and like communication aspects of that. And those should always be put forth or put, put first. So as we go along in Camp Chaos, we may encounter many creative differences, which definitely requires some mediation, arbitration, 
which is something that Mark already deals with, right? Yeah, Mark's dealing with it. Oh. I'm not too sure if I'm comfortable to say this and to be released in public, but I've already had those conversations. Um, it, it is productive, generative conflict, I would say. I mean, most of us really shy away from conflict because it's so uncomfortable, you know. Um, hmm. But it needs to be done. Okay, well, that hits. Ooh, what do you mean by that? <laughs> I've, I've just been on other side. Of, you know, I've been on all the sides of creative projects, honestly. Working with creatives, mm-hmm. being the creative, um, where one does not want to engage and talk through the conflict. I've also been that person. And then there's just mm. walls that form. And like when mm. the walls form in creative collaboration, it's like a stalemate. It's like you can't really move forward on that creative project with your collaborator if you're not addressing the problem, right? Exactly. I, I have that anxiety because I, I, I want everything to be harmonious. Mm-hmm. But in reality, just because you've done X, it will become Y. No, it doesn't. Like humans, when you actually put humans in a container, there's always all these things. It's always unknown. You can't yeah. calculate their behavior. You know, yeah, or, or X plus thing. Y equals rainbows. Like. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or fire. <laughs> exactly, exactly. One of the reasons why I love Song Camp so much, and uh, it's because of how we have and how like the core team has handled conflict. Because um, what I have seen and witnessed and been able to like voice myself um, is a safe space to openly talk about conflict, um, to be heard, and to move forward in a way where everybody is listened to and affirmed. Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that's something that, like, it's scary, but it seems like, like you and the people of this org who are running it really hold this space of growth Mm. that comes from conflict and how, like, it doesn't have to be scary. To to hold our community members with tenderness, grace, and care, um, especially when we're dealing with, like, conflicts, you know? Um, But I guess being the holder of that is hard. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's, like, where... There's the question of, like, where do you put that energy? When you are a creative, when you are an artist, like, holding on to that kind of energy... I would imagine, like, prevents you from moving forward with your craft, you know? It's- Absolutely. And mm. then slap on money. <laughs> slap on, like, <laughs> if there's payment involved. It just makes oh, the man. whole process way more emotional. It's kind of, it's funny that way. Like, art and commerce, you know, the hand in hand. Yeah. Why? Right? But I guess like, the only way, like, 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 that's why this all has to be so different. And like, talking through conflict is great. Being transparent with money is great. You mm. know, there doesn't have to be secrets. And I feel like money and art has been so mm-hmm. secretive before. But in this space, it feels like that's completely different. And then also, like, we're all talking about the money involved in this project up front, which makes it 
wildly different as well, you know? Mm-hmm. You feel like it makes, it kind of makes you feel like you're being valued right off the bat, like yeah. giving that level of trust and transparency to trust that you will create something beautiful and, you know, allowing you that part of your humanity. That is, it's cool. It's very like, it's what makes this experiment, that's what makes this experiment so, I don't know, I want to know what happens next. I felt, I've felt everything that I've felt in Web three before Web three. Yeah. Um, juxtaposed over different situations. That's our resident philosopher, Will. My name is Will Jurgens. I reside like an hour north of Pittsburgh. I produce. I sing. I write. He's also a guide and member of the Lore team at Camp Chaos. Like, Web3 isn't unlocking a, a new layer of, of human emotions, you know? Yeah. We all have the same emotions we had before. It's just, like, different tools and a different framework for placing them. To close out the initial Chaos Radio interviews, I drew tarot cards for each person. During Matt's reading, we drew White Witch, Be the Light, Winter, Take Care of Your Needs, and Protection Guardian, Drop Your Shields. For my interpretation, it it seems like the way that Camp Chaos can, and everybody who's in it, can find harmony is, is by trusting themselves, by like holding, holding space for independent emotions that happen and pop up, but also like if needed, like hold space for the feelings of others as well. Finding a balance and um, continually like connecting back to like, we're all doing this together because we believe in each other and we believe in ourselves. Um, And just like, I guess, yeah, giving us each the space to just be authentic with who we are in the moment and if we can allow that then that will like guide the light in each of us to make something incredible I'm just so excited like the amount of intention that's like at the front end at the foundation of what we experience for about time take like it's so very strong. And boy, oh boy, I have no idea what to expect, but I just like, I'm so excited. I'm grateful to get to be a part of it. Song Camp seems like such a lovely, welcoming place. I can totally see why you were drawn to it last year and I'm stoked to be here. It's going to be so fun. We are so stoked to have you here, Losa. Camp Chaos! chaos. This episode was brought to you by Song Camp and Eris, goddess of discord and chaos, Craigbot malfunctions, overly packed timelines, shamanic hallucinatory visuals, and great web-free fun. 
This episode was executive produced and edited by Levi Downey, production and story help from Julie Weck and Young Spielberg, co-produced and narrated by Yada Blooms and myself, mastered by Connor Dalton. Theme music by Josh Libby, additional music by Matthew Chain, Francis Miller, Gradient, Mark Radito, Jack in the Way, Levi Downey, and Will Jerkins. And special thanks to Jeffrey Bassinger, Matthew Kine, portal opener of Song Camp, and Papa Jams. And last but not least, <laughs> listeners, listeners like, like you. you. <laughs> Three, two, one.